Hi, and welcome to the I Crush Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Abe Delgado, and thank you very much for joining me. I am super excited to finally get this show on the road. In this podcast, I'll be bringing you stories of very talented, passionate, driven, and hardworking individuals. Folks with big dreams and folks that are living out their dreams. I'll also chat with individuals that support and help drive these businesses in many different ways. A little bit about myself is that I'm born and raised in Texas. I grew up in the West Texas town of Abilene and spent the last 17 years in the Austin, Texas area before moving to SoCal in August of 2017. I'm very passionate about barbecue. I appreciate the art and science behind it and all of the hard work that goes into it. I listen to podcasts, attend events, I have a nice collection of merchandise, and frequently go on barbecue crawls. In short, I'm a barbecue fanatic, what can I say? As most of you know, barbecue is booming worldwide right now, and California is no exception. Being based out of Southern California, a great deal of my content will be related to this region. Although I do travel back to Texas a few times a year, I take advantage of every minute there and eat as much barbecue as possible. I'll definitely bring you stories from my adventures wherever I go. So if you or someone you know crushes barbecue, this show's for you. Please subscribe and like the show on your favorite app. And if you have a story that needs to be heard, shoot me a message. I'd love to hear it. Thank you very much and enjoy the show. In my very first episode, I interviewed the Shed Market in Abilene, Texas. I actually interviewed them back in December of 2018 during my Christmas break. This is an amazing story of an old legendary barbecue joint that is revived by a grandson and his family. They've kept many of the old recipes as a foundation and they've also added a few new interesting touches. They've been selling out since day one and they attribute their success to their faith above all. Hope you enjoy. Alrighty, we're here at the Shed Market. Um, please state your names. Byron Stevenson. And I'm Stacy Stevenson. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking the time to chat with us. This is extra special for me because I grew up in Abilene, Texas, and I'm here for the holidays. So, you know, I love seeing my hometown folks having a lot of success. Let's just go ahead and jump right in. If you could tell us kind of how you guys got started. And Okay. Well, the uh, I grew up in a, in a barbecue family. Uh, I was born and raised here in, or raised here in Abilene, Texas, and my grandparents lived about 30 miles uh, southwest of here in a little place called Wingate, uh, between here and San Angelo. And um, my granddad, uh, he farmed and ranched his his whole life and um, had always enjoyed cooking and things like that. So in, I think in the late 80s, they decided to, to open a, a little barbecue place out there in Wingate, uh, right out in the middle of nowhere. And... Uh, ended up doing a barbecue and steakhouse out there it became really successful really popular during the early 90s and on into the to the early 2000s and it was called the shed and that's um i grew up kind of working out there while i was in high school uh learned to love cooking out there enjoyed doing all that with my granddad got, got to learn a lot of stuff from him we uh 
I think back in, I guess, I'm going to say in 2004, they decided to uh, retire. They were up in their 70s at that time, and um, they continued to do the catering after that. <clears throat> and after the after the catering, kind of, they did that for several years, took care of some of their good customers doing that, and then Stacy and I uh, took over the catering part in about 2010. And we both had other jobs. I had gotten out of the barbecue deal after after we kind of started a family, decided we didn't have time to, to do it, and raising kids and everything, just life got in the way. And um, But really always, always still loved to cook. Still had that passion. I what did. were you doing? I had a, a, a heavy equipment business. Okay. Uh, did a lot of dirt construction, things like that. Um, we got pretty pretty heavily involved in the the oil field part and that uh that was going really good for a few years there and then oil prices went way down in in 14 and really had to we were doing a lot of work out in west texas and had to come back to abilene and try to try to figure out a way to make that heavy equipment business work here Mm -hmm. while we were used to the higher rates we could charge in the oil field and it just it was something that i did not like doing being away from home so much and on the road so much and just wanted to really try to find something else to, to yeah. do. So in the back of your mind, you think barbecue was, was that something that you had on your radar or no? Yes, it was. Okay. It, after my grandparents quit catering in, in 2010, we took that over. So we, we took over, we bought the, the pit for my grandparents and had the, bought a catering trailer. We had all the catering stuff. We were kind of doing that just kind of as a little sideline deal, mm-hmm. something that we enjoyed doing. So continued on with the catering and just kind of, I think in the back of our minds, we, we kind of knew that we were, we were wanting to start a barbecue place. And Stacy, what were you doing um, prior to I've, jumping on board here? Yeah, the- I've been a nurse for about 17 years. Oh, wow. So yeah, cool. we, um, we have always been, you know, busy with our full-time jobs. And then, like you said, we've always done this on the side. Um, I started working with his grandparents when we started dating. I was 17. So wow. I've been doing that stuff with them, not as long as him, but for a long time. And so we we love catering. You know, it's it's always nice to get to visit with people as they come through the line. And, mm-hmm. and I still get to do that here. I run the cash register every day. And so, you know, I love getting to, to visit with everybody and you get to know people, you know, you have your regulars that come through. And so it's nice to, yeah. did you grow up here as well? Abilene? Pretty much. I, I lived in San Angelo till I was 12, but okay. then we came here. And so I met Byron in high school. We both went to, to high school here at Wiley. And yeah. Yeah. so those that don't know, San Angelo is about 90 miles away. Mm-hmm. And I guess Wingate was in between. Right in between. Okay. Yeah. And the, the restaurant was actually on his family's farm. So it's that farm has been in their family for well over a hundred years. So that's kind of cool with the, with the history and his grandparents still live there. And so, yeah, that's neat. I bet they're pretty proud of you now with the carrying on the name. Granddad is so proud of Byron. I mean, you know, forever Byron and and granddad have been really, really close. I mean, they're more like best friends than anything. It's really, it's cool. And so it's, it's really neat for them to, to see Byron. How often does he come in? As often as he can, they come up quite a bit for doctor's appointments and things okay. like that. So he comes in fairly often, and it's funny he'll just kind of he'll just kind of sit back and look around. And so it's it's the same, but it's different. You know, right. he Byron still makes the brisket and the ribs and everything the same. You know, all of Granddad's recipes and the the barbecue sauce that we use is the exact same 
sauce that granddad used. You know, he came up with the recipe, I don't even know, long, long time ago. And so, yeah. And so it's, it's neat, but you know, we've changed some of the sides and we do different desserts. And so it's the same, but just a little all tweet. your sides made from scratch everything from scratch okay. made fresh every morning i make all the desserts every morning well not all of them we make uh apple crisp the in the kitchen but then i, I make all the um banana pudding and all the blackberry cobbler every morning and while byron's getting stuff off the pit i'm mixing up desserts and that kind of stuff so it's really that that apple crisp is his grandmother's recipe they used oh, wow. to serve that in the original shed so yeah, today's Monday. You guys are closed on Monday, but I'll be back tomorrow yes. For, yes. for that. So this restaurant that your grandparents had, I know you didn't mention it, but it was pretty dang successful. It was uh, Texas Monthly Top 50 in, was it 1997? Mm. And then again in 2003, yes. right? Um, so yeah, pretty fantastic, man. So you're, you've been around the good barbecue all your life, right? Yes, yes. It was... Uh it was really good uh my grandparents worked really hard at it it was it, they grew a, a huge business out there it was uh they were only open just on the weekends um they expanded to thursday nights too at first mm -hmm. or later and then um yeah they, they would have they'd run four or five hundred people through that thing on a saturday night and wow. it was it was really busy lots of Lots of steaks and not just the barbecue. It was they had a full menu. It was a full kitchen and um, full service. You know, just a little different than what what we do. Now, yeah, you know, it was more of a destination place too. You know, kind of like um, you know, a lot of people used to go to Loaki to the steakhouse, mm -hmm. or yeah. or now like Rancho Loma. You know, wasn't as fancy, but you know that same concept that people would. It was about the trip, getting out there. You know, you'd load right. up with a bunch of friends and get to visit for 30 minutes on the way there. And, you know, we had a lot of support from uh, from ACU, a lot mm -hmm. of the, the social groups and stuff. You know, they'll come in still. We, we still have a lot of ACU support. And they'll come in and say, man, you know, all my friends, we used to go out there. And, you know, every, what, third person that comes through the line will say, how's your granddad? You know, we used to know him. We used to go to the shed. And, and his granddad was like the ultimate host. I mean, everybody felt like they were his best friend, you know, when they, when they went there and, and it's so cute to, you know, to talk to people and they'll say, Oh yeah, you, you tell them so-and-so said hi. And you know, it's, it's awesome. He used to do, um, if it was your first time visit, he would give you a free pork, pork rib. And so that was the big joke here when we first opened. Well, it's my first time. Do I get free pork ribs? No, we're not doing free pork ribs. That That's awesome. That wasn't a very good I'm sure they were a lot cheaper back then. I know yeah. briskets were probably 65 cents a pound back then. And, yeah. you know, it was, everything was a lot, it was a lot different. So, yeah. So, um, leading up to you guys opening, what was the turning point when you said, you know what, we're going to jump into it. Let's do it. Talk to us about that. And then actually, when did you open? And we, uh, we started getting really serious about it in the early part of, uh, of 2017. And um, we said, man, we just, we don't, we want to try to do something. We want to do the barbecue deal. We want to, we want to, we wanted to work together. We've never, we've been married for nearly 20 years now. We've pretty much just led our own separate lives throughout that whole 20 years. We wanted to, we wanted to try working together. We finally, you know, decided, okay, this is what we're going to do. We had seen this, this strip pop up right here. And we noticed that they were kind of trying to, 
you know, lease this thing out. There was one spot left. We, I knew the guy that built it. <clears throat> I went, I called Terry one day and said, Hey, you know what, what's the deal? I, I noticed you have one spot left. He goes, I've got somebody, uh, maybe it was a dentist or somebody that was looking at it in Lubbock. He said, but if you want it, it's yours. Come look at it. And so it's 2,100 square feet. Um, we had to, we had to figure out how to, you know, it was, there was a lot of finish out to do. Mm-hmm. It, it was just basically just sheetrock and that was it. So, um, we had to do a lot of, a lot of construction here. So, which we were, my background with the construction business and we were able to kind of sub that out ourselves and, and saved us a little money that way. So finally we leased this thing in July of 2017 and finally got it open in May of 2018. 2018. Wow. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, we we had this this empty building for a long time and you know, we used to just come and hang out in here and sit on paint buckets and look around and just dream and you know, and think, I don't know, it's either going to be amazing or we'll try it and it's not we'll do you know we just didn't know we didn't know what to expect and and you know I used to come in here and and sit here and just pray and I mean almost every day I would stop by here and say a little prayer and you know when we were finishing out this building we had friends come in like under all these bricks and basically every inch of wall underneath here there's I don't know how many bible verses written by all of our our best friends and all the people from our church and and stuff and so it's like in another weird thing about this exact spot is um the guy who owns it terry byron's parents used to lease a house that sat literally right here so when byron and i started dating oh, wow. when i was 17 he lived right here and so like there's a little barn a little shed down there behind where we keep the pits yep. and like we, we had yeah he had show calves and stuff back there that's how wow. byron and i met we showed cattle and we did livestock judging and stuff in high school so I mean, it's, it's almost like, feels like a full circle kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, God's just done a lot in our lives and we got to a point where we could work together because anytime before this, it would not have worked. We would have killed each other. Mm-hmm. And so it's perfect. I mean, it's just, it all came together in a way that it's just this nice, neatly wrapped package and God's like, here's what I have for you. And, you know, and it's like we, we prayed for, you know, a certain number of, of people to come through our door and it's never been less than double what we pray, what wow. we prayed for you know so it's just God's, chill bumps yeah, here <laughs> god has blessed us i mean we we don't fully we can't really wrap our heads around why god has blessed us the way mm-hmm. he has but he has and it's it's amazing and we're trying to to do the right thing with you know with what he's given us and it's kind of a a big awesome responsibility but we're just we're so thankful you that's know? that's an incredible story. Geez, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I'm over here tearing <laughs> oh, up and this was meant to be. Wow, that's fantastic. So so you've been open since May of eight of twenty eighteen. So this is actually tomorrow is seven months exactly. And uh you guys are selling out consistently. Yeah, it's um the support that we've gotten since we've opened here in Abilene, it's just been great. You know, um, we were really kind of, we were kind of concerned about it. We, we wanted to bring a, a higher quality barbecue to Abilene. We thought there was a need for it and, you know, um, and just our, our style, everybody's got a different way they want to do things. And ours is a little bit different than everybody else's. And we did hear some of the some of the comments, oh, great, not another barbecue place. That's all Abilene <laughs> needs, another barbecue place. Yep. But um, well, we f- it was hard, too, because 
you know, we just kind of have a, a different concept. And it's hard to explain the concept without making, we're certainly not running down any other place in town. There's lots of really great food mm -hmm. in this town. But our concept was a little bit different in that we were going to make enough where we don't want to have barbecue left over at 5 p.m. when it comes off the pit at 11 because it's not the same barbecue at 5 exactly. than it was at 11. And so it's, and, and I hate to use the word train. We're not trying to train our customers, but it, it, it's still a process. We're still oh, trying yeah. to explain that to people to say, because they'll say, well, you're sold out. You just need to make more. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I mean, we're pretty much almost at capacity anyway for the pits that we have. But that aside, like, no, we don't want to have, you know, different quality barbecue just so you can come have supper. Like we, we want to have it where you come in and you get it, you know, we want it as close to when it comes off the pit in your mouth as we can get, because that's when it's best. And, and so that's kind of a different thing than what people are used to. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's, that's been hard. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the top places are doing the same thing, you know, and you hear it all, you know, all over the place. <laughs> Living in California, those guys are having a hard time trying to figure it out as well. So uh, definitely understand that. You know, this barbecue community is so strong. You know, I've, I'm fortunate to be a part of it just because I'm a huge fan of barbecue. Have you leaned on any other pitmasters or uh, anyone in the barbecue community that has helped you out or anything? Oh, yeah. Um, a, a really great resource for us was uh, Evie Mays, uh, Mallory and Arnis Robbins. They were we got to, we, we love going around and trying other barbecue. We, mm -hmm. We've been all over, tried a lot of the, a lot of the barbecue places, but they, um, they were really nice, uh, really, really helpful. Great resource for us. Um, we, we went up and ate with them, shot them a email or a, a social media message or something and kind of visited with them. And they said, yeah, come up, holler at us next time you're in. Uh, we'd love to sit down with y'all. So we did the next time we were in, Lubbock we stopped by and they were more than willing to share all kinds of information with us as far as <laughs> just the the process about getting started and you know we I knew how to cook I just I didn't know what really we were going to be getting into as far as opening the restaurant so mm -hmm. we were um they they were they were a great help great resource yeah. and still are yeah. they they've been so supportive of us so there's days that i still will text mallory and say uh you didn't tell me we were gonna have to mess with this this is crazy like oh my goodness you know there's days where it's like what are we doing and you know it's so funny because she's she gets it you know and we can and she's so good about you know it's okay this will this will happen or this is the trend or it'll you know whatever you know she's always kind yeah. of making me feel they're great better. people i've Such great i've people. met both of them and they are just and everyone in the barbecue community talks about how great they are. So I'm fortunate enough to go uh, see them this coming Wednesday. So I'm excited to uh, to go eat uh, in Lubbock. I actually went to school um, in Lubbock, Texas Tech. So uh, so I'm, I'm ready to get back over there and get some of their barbecue. Well, that's cool. That's very, very cool. So this building is, is beautiful. I know you guys did a lot of work to it. You have a pit room in the back. It's a... Uh, covered pit room can you kind of walk us through the we pit do. room we uh we were fortunate enough to be able to build that that space back there to that's where we have walk-in cooler walk-in freezer and a covered uh screened-in pit area to keep our pits so um that was a that was definitely a must before we could even there's not room here to attach those pits to the building so you kind of had to walk about 
20 yards across the parking lot to to get to those things so that's there's tons of room out there for us we were it was nice to come into this thing fresh be able to kind of fix it up the way we wanted to mm -hmm. so um that was a big plus we've got a Bewley and uh, i've got a also have a, a southern pride an old one that my my granddad bought in the early 90s and wow. this thing is uh we do we only do ribs on it mm -hmm. um you don't you can't we run a lot of wood in it um we can't uh can't but we can't achieve the bark that we do with the with the Bewley and we've got an all we also have a offset smoker that uh when i had the construction business going that we we built uh it's a big thousand gallon that i've got on a trailer which we brought it in over thanksgiving to to try to try to meet keep up with demand so yeah we got a lot of meats going out for for christmas and yeah. we did for thanksgiving as well so it's it's convenient to be able to pull that right up and have three pits out there yeah so and they've all got names Byron always rolls his ass when I tell people. The I love names. names. Yeah. I, for me, one of the big things is pits, and I always ask people, you know, what do you, what do you name uh, what do you name, name your pit? I'm just very interested yeah. in them. So, so what are they? The Southern Pride, mm -hmm. Byron's granddad named it Al. Al. I don't know why. His name's Al. We've had Al forever. Is and that? It's more of a sentimental thing, really, uh -huh. that we just couldn't get rid of, you know? Byron's like, oh, it's a Southern Pride. You know, it's like, it, I don't care. It's granddad's and it's special to us because it was his, you know, it's a big deal for us to have it and still be cooking on yeah. it. So um, Al only does ribs, but he's still in production. So, <laughs> and then uh, the other two are Tony and Larry. And they're just named after the, the men who made them. So, <laughs> Tony and Larry. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I know other people come up with a lot more creative right? names, yeah. so ours are not that creative. Well, you know what? So. Al, Tony, and Larry are working yeah. pretty dang yeah, hard. They're, they're working hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is that uh, is that the red one? What color is the no, first one? That's it's 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 stainless. And oh, it's a stainless. It's yeah, it's got a bunch, of, got a bunch of stickers okay. on it. Yeah. So right. cool. And so, just so everyone knows, you and you mentioned it earlier. You're in like a little strip mall mm -hmm. that was. So there's several businesses here. And uh, and you have your shed in the back. All right. Well, and what hours of operation that's, are you currently running? I think that's where a lot of people get a little confused. We we decided that you know, Abilene has got they're pretty limited on on some of their. Um, we can't get any high quality steaks around here. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to drive to Fort Worth to get them or to to Midland. And so, I'm talking like prime or some of the Japanese breeds. You know, the Akushi and Wagyu and things like that. So. Um, I wanted to put a little meat case in here mm -hmm. and have, have a little meat market. Um, just have a few items, carry some ribeyes and strips and fillets and things like that. It's fresh ground beef. And we didn't know what that was going to do when we put it in. So as far as the hours go, you know, the barbecue is ready at 11 and we'll run that until we sell out. But the meat market will stay open till six. Okay. So we got a lot of those folks coming in here at five thirty one to mm -hmm. eat, eat dinner and they're just not going to happen right. so um but the meat market has <clears throat> has really taken off it's it's been something that i didn't really i was hoping it would do well but i didn't mm -hmm. know it was going to do this well uh abilene really had a need for it and they they've really supported that that beef it's it's got a it's got a little bit of a price tag and everybody said oh that won't work in abilene yes yeah. it's, it's really really done well so yeah we had choice steaks yeah. on, on the menu because we wanted to have a wide range. Like, mm -hmm. okay, if you want choice, sweet, we've got that. Or if you want Wagyu, we've got that too and anywhere in between. 
And so we had all of that on the menu. We had to take choice off the menu because no one would buy it. I mean, wow. they would not go below prime. Yeah. It's like, okay. So now prime Wakushian Wagyu. Yeah, it's really cool coming to Abilene and seeing a, a case like that. It's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are doing that. We've got lots of... Um, Recently, we've had a lot of orders for corporate gifts. So people mm -hmm. are coming in, especially for the holidays, and they're doing, like we had 40 go out the other day, and I think there's 40 more going out this week, um, boxes with peppered bacon, thick-cut bacon, uh, regular sausage, and jalapeno cheese sausage. And we get our, our sausage from Miller's in Lano. And so, um, yeah, these, these gift boxes with all that stuff going out. And then we've done a lot of um, steak gift boxes you know we have a, a vacuum sealer and we'll vacuum mm -hmm. seal a couple of um either a couple of fillets or a couple strips or whatever and so that's been crazy yeah lately. and we didn't know like you know we didn't really expect that but that's been great we're super that's excited great. about that yeah well let's jump into the menu what do, you, what do you guys cook um on a on a daily basis uh, i know you have some specials and uh, so what, what meats are you guys cooking? Well, of course, the, you know, the big one's the brisket. Prime brisket is all we've, we've used. Um, we do, that's that's our number one seller, I'm sure, as is with, with any barbecue place. But, um, you know, we also do um, a, lot of, a lot of pork ribs, uh, St. Louis-style pork ribs, um, beef ribs. We do beef ribs every day, which I don't think there's another place in Abilene doing that. Yeah, so a lot those, of places don't, you know, only Saturdays. Yeah, um, but um, those three, you know, uh, we do we do some fresh turkey breasts every morning um, and uh, also some, oh, pulled pork. We do, we do, pulled pork has been, been really, everybody's, that's catching on. I don't know ever, we're selling more and more pulled pork every day. I don't know what the deal is there, but, um, and then, and when, we had ham on the menu, but I just, we weren't selling a lot of it. So I, I had some requests for chicken. People didn't want turkey. They wanted chicken. So now we've got a turkey breast and a chicken breast on the menu, which is not really, um, I, I think we might make some changes on that and okay. maybe get away from the chicken breast after the first of the year. I don't know yet. So, um, but all of our sides, you know, we've got, uh, the ones we offer every day are a bacon ranch, potato salad, um, Fresh sautéed green beans um, are really good. Everybody loves those. Uh, how, uh, a green green chili mac and cheese, which is pretty common, I think, but uh, it's really good. It's our spin on it. And uh, we got a jalapeno cream corn, and um, another unique one that everybody really loves is the jalapeno cilantro slaw, which is my dad's recipe. Oh, he came yeah? up with that. And, uh it's it's got some lime juice, cilantro, and jalapeno. It's just kind of a different different take on on slaw. We we put that on a on a on a three meat sandwich, and it's it's phenomenal. Mm. So we use all uh, Martin's potato bread here, uh, potato the buns for the sandwiches, and and also Martin's potato bread loaves on the table. So which that that shed special sandwich that has the slaw and the three meats. It's got chopped brisket, pulled pork jalapeno sausage and the slaw and some oh. barbecue sauce on there. It's really good. And I mean, we sell so many of those. And Byron's dad came <laughs> up with that one, I think because he really wanted his slaw like front and center. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted that to be a big seller. And so he came up with that sandwich and people order it like crazy, but it kind of slows the line down a little bit because you got to put a bunch of stuff on there. So there's some days where we're like, thanks, Billy. Thanks for that. <laughs> but yeah, he, he likes having his stuff 
here. Yeah, and so you do, do you do a prime rib also? Don't you have a We night? do a, a prime rib special on every Thursday. Okay. We'll, we'll make a few, uh, we'll throw a few racks of ribeye on and, and make a prime rib on Thursdays. And those were, that really, we kind of wanted to pick a, a day that we're not just slammed. So mm-hmm. to do those specials, because it, it kind of, it really cuts into the, to the other stuff. So it's, uh, it's, it's worked really well. Uh, everybody loves that prime rib. Make some fresh horseradish sauce to go with it, and it, it does it does really good. We've also done, you know, on cold days, of course, brisket chili mm, is... Uh, love it. <laughs> it's, it's really good. It it's goes... Anytime we do chili, it's... Oh. You can guarantee the line will be out oh, the door. Man. And we will sell all we make. All we can make. Yeah, we get work on those days. <laughs> That's awesome. I need to come in for some chili one of these days. I know I... Uh, I'll be in town for the holidays, so maybe, maybe I'll get lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand you had a uh, a visitor, and it was actually on a Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. So tell me about that visit and who that special visitor was. <laughs> well, I think um, that it was Daniel Vaughn with Texas Monthly, and he uh, he popped in on a Thursday. It was just a a regular Thursday for us. We had a bunch of uh, we had some pretty large to go orders going out that morning so we were it was kind of hectic around here and um he uh he he popped in and didn't we had no idea he was coming um stacy was on the register that morning and i was i was out at the pit taking some briskets and things off and uh it was pretty early in the day you know about 11 15 11 30 maybe and uh <clears throat> stacy said this guy looks really familiar and um, she was trying to figure out, she goes, man, why is he ordering so much food? And, um, he handed her his credit card and she's like, oh my gosh. And then she turned around and said, go get Byron right now. <laughs> and so anyway, he sat down and, and, uh, I went up and shook his hand and told him who I was. And, and, uh, he had me sit down and we visited for a little while and had a little, he recorded me, but I didn't know he was going to write an article and he did it was really it was awesome it was i was as nervous as could be so it was uh it was awesome yeah really really cool experience to get to meet him and and get to do that and shocking you know when after he left you know you're just trying to process like holy moly you know we've been open for six months and literally texas monthly just walked in the door that's insane right i mean that's just the craziest thing and and so we were excited and 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 we thought okay i mean even if nothing else ever comes from this, just the fact that he walked in our front door and that we were somehow on his radar at all is all in the world we need. You know, like that was really, that was exciting. Yeah. So. And so for those that don't know, um, Daniel Vaughn is the barbecue editor for Texas Monthly Magazine. And they and he's responsible um, for the whole top 50 list. So that article came out December 4th. And so if you want to see it, it's on their website. Uh, we'll also post it on ours as well so that you guys can uh, take a look at it. But it's a, it's a really, really good article. He talked about some cobbler, too, that he couldn't put a spoon down. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I make that fresh every morning. Um, <laughs> normally, we use blackberries. And then my, it's really, you can we've made it with fresh peaches, you know, whatever seasonal thing. So, you know, we usually do blackberries, but it's awesome with strawberries, too. And every once in a while, we're really random. I think that's the problem. People never know when 
wind stuff is coming up chilly or you know whatever it's like whatever the way the wind's blowing today i feel like making strawberry and anyway so people will come in requesting that it's like no it's a blackberry day or no it's a peach day or anyway but it's it's a great recipe i love it it's more um it's not your typical pie crust cobbler it's more of like a cake almost okay. like a dump cake or so, something like that you know like a fluffy buttery cake but then it's got the the fruit and then we put a thick layer of that turbinado like that coarse grain sugar oh man so it's kind of got that crunchy sugary yes. top so it's really good yeah i love well, that i'll find out tomorrow there you go for sure yeah we'll have some fresh for you <laughs> yeah i'm gonna I'll, I'll definitely take some pictures and post them on yeah. my instagram yeah. as well so um so that's awesome not that you guys needed an uptick in business but did you notice any any uptick since daniel's been here any little, people from out of town bit. and in? you know it's funny because people you know people would come in and order like we really sold a lot more blackberry cobbler and things like that that he had mentioned and so you kind of think well you know that's probably trending based on mm-hmm. you know what he said or whatever and so that's really cool to see an immediate effect from it and you know people will come in and and it, it gives us something to talk about at the register because they'll say oh my gosh you know I, I didn't know i read about you and didn't even know you were in this little shopping strip because it's we don't really stand out of this strip very much and so when people find out it's like you know it's really cool so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we we're super excited. Yeah, so I I know I've been following you guys for a while. So I came, I can't even remember when I came. I came maybe a couple of months back, and uh, I was blown away. Your food is, is awesome. Service was fantastic. And there was a line out the door the whole time I was here. So it's um, congratulations to you guys. Um, I really wish you guys well. So I've been following you, and, and I, I saw that you guys closed for a couple of days, and you went on a trip. Can you talk to us a little bit about that trip? Yeah, we uh, we had the opportunity to go to uh, to Uganda, Africa, and it was through a, a a nonprofit based out of Austin called Work for Life. And what those guys do, they've come up with a a curriculum to teach Ugandans how to start their own small business. So those guys are used to making a dollar fifty a day, and so anything they can do to help provide for their families is just huge for them. So turning that dollar 50 a day into $5 or $6 is just, it makes a huge impact in their life and their kids and um, things like that. So we got to, we got the opportunity to go with some of our friends and, and go, go around and kind of see what, what they've been doing over there. We got to, that was my second time to go. Uh, A friend of mine and I went last year and then we took our wives this year. I got to meet last year. I met a guy named Michael who he had a, he had a, he had just started a catering business and, um, he had gone through the, the work for life curriculum. It's an eight week course costs those guys no money to do that. Um, just teaching them basic business principles. He started his catering business. Um, it became real successful, took off. Uh, he opened a restaurant between from the, when, when I was there in 2017, till 2018 started this restaurant and and he is on track to take in net nearly 15,000 this year which is absolutely amazing wow. for those people. So and it was really cool to see to get to see and talk about well your food costs how are you keeping those down and how what are you doing about labor and you know it was it was cool to get to interact with this this guy that's a, a half a world away and wow. he's he's facing the same 
same challenges and stuff that we are here. So how, how is that not a God thing? I mean, when he went last year of all the people, you know, they said, you know, come, come talk, you know, help us talk to these people and, and just give them a little bit of encouragement and say, you can support your family, you know, sure. running your own business and here, you know, here's what we do. And obviously it's different here than it is there, but just to say, you know, we do this and, you know, and, and so last year, he met this man. They didn't plan it. I mean, it was like of all people that he could have sat down in front of. He said, "Hey, you know what? What business are you in?" "Oh, I have a catering business. I'm looking to start a restaurant." And Byron's like, "Really? <laughs> that's okay." So I mean, that's obviously a God thing. And to be able to go back this year and sit down and have lunch in his restaurant is huge, you know. And and so this this work for life. I think workforlife.org is their um, website. And so they're not only changing the lives of these individuals, but I mean, they are changing their whole family tree yeah you know? i mean it, it changes everything for them so yeah, it's that's huge. incredible and you know that's what we decided when we you know we've gone on a, a few mission trips to haiti and um that kind of led to our whole change in everything which led to the shed being in existence i mean it's it's this whole thing that you don't have time for but if anybody ever wants to know i'd love to sit down and tell everybody the entire story because it's awesome but you know uh live beyond um is the the group that we've gone through for haiti and, and it's just a a really important thing for us to be able to go and to be able to take our kids and show them what other parts of the world look like and and how other people live their lives and and we decided when we opened this place like you know if something comes up even if it's a week away we are going to shut the doors and put up a sign and say this is what we're doing yeah. follow along we'd love for you to you know to experience it with us through we'll try to update people with pictures and things like that but we're shutting the doors and this is not going to this is not going to take precedence over that stuff for us. Absolutely. So. And did you have any barbecue while you were there? <laughs> we did. We got to eat some Ugandan barbecue. So they <laughs> uh, they do stuff a little differently over there. Um, they're, they, they're barbecue place. They call them pork joints. And so they take a, they take a small pig and they're, they're not – they basically take a meat cleaver and, and cut this pig up with a meat cleaver. And then they, they put the, they put the pork on, um, skewers. They season it up. It's, it was really good. good. Cook it over open flame. The, the kitchen and things like that at this little restaurant. I mean, it's dirt floor. It's, it's pretty rough. No refrigeration. (laughs) (laughs) So, but it was, it's really good. So it was really cool to get to. They have, so they serve it you there's no utensils you eat with your hand so that was really different for me <laughs> and they have what it looks like a like a pico it's like cut up tiny little pieces of onion and, yeah. and tomato and um so you've got that and then they've got um fresh what are those avocado. yeah fresh avocado and then what's that thing called uh it's like a plantain ish so but it's not sweet anyway okay. so you i can't remember matoki mm-hmm. yeah that's right and so you um, take that and kind of take a piece of it and you scoop up the the pico type stuff and get a piece of avocado and then you put this pork on it and eat it that way. So you eat it all with your hands. You've got all kinds of stuff all over you. It's crazy, but it's so, so good. And they we bought some of this spice to bring home. We should like use it on our stuff. This stuff called, <laughs> it's called Pity Pity and it is hot like holy moly. Like when I started using it, they're like, oh, don't, don't, don't do that. And it was not too hot to eat, but it was like, I mean, your nose is running. You know, oh, just, yeah. Gosh, it was good. I we went to the stuff. same place twice. Like, we asked to go back again because oh, it was really? so good. Yeah. Wow. It was awesome. 
So if I ever go to Uganda, I'll definitely ask you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that place sounds pretty dang good. Great. Well, um, you guys are on social media. Are you um, Instagram? Is it the Shed Market altogether? It's like the underscore Shed underscore, underscore market. market. Okay. And then in, in Facebook, are you guys on Facebook yep. as well? Uh, Facebook and Instagram. We don't have a Twitter though. Okay. So. Oh, I did read something also before we close about your hat, your design. Tell us about that. Oh yeah, uh, last summer when we, the the week we leased the building, we were you know just brainstorming. We've got to we've got to come up with a with a logo. We were at our, our friend's lake place in Brownwood. And, uh, we're sitting there, and our daughter had just graduated high school, and she'd done a little art things like that. But she we got to you know we got to figure out somebody to design this logo. And Taylor, our our daughter, said, "Let me try a few things." and I mean, the first one she puts down on the piece of paper, it's like, that's it right there. <laughs> so we immediately took a picture of that and and sent it off to the Terrographics people. And they've, they've, that's it, huh? we've splashed I mean, that logo all, all over everything. And we have a picture of it. Like, yeah. I think I put it on Instagram. We have a picture of, of what she drew yep. and then what they came up with. And, you know, we, there's a little cow head on there. And um, we just liked her, so we, we put her on here, too. But Taylor didn't draw that. But the actual lettering was just it's her handwriting yeah. so it's neat to have it splashed on cups and caps and yeah i think i wall, saw that you know? on facebook yeah. and i was like oh that's a really cool yeah. story too and that's the thing you know that it's cool around here i mean this this is our we spend more time here than we do at our house I yeah. mean, this is our home and you know we've been doing all these christmas parties last week and it's nice it feels like we're sounds stupid it sounds like we're having a little dinner party and we just bring our friends in and yeah. that's how it feels you know this is our home that's amazing and, yeah and so to have you know her handwriting and her logo and and see her you know think of her when we see that and then these these tables you know were made by our friends and so we you know we were on a mission trip to haiti and we came home and they had all these tables completed and moved wow. in we didn't even have to move them in because they are heavy <laughs> so they did all that for us and so it's like everywhere we look there's you know little things like that that yeah. make us smile and make us yeah these think of them. I was just telling you before we got started. I was like, these, <laughs> these, uh, these benches are not going anywhere. Yeah, they're never going to break down. They're all there. They're pretty awesome. Well, fantastic. I know you guys are really busy, so I appreciate you taking the time. I'm just, I'm proud of you guys because I'm a fellow Abilinian, you know. So uh, keep up the good work. Uh, we ask everyone to uh, give a little piece of advice to our listeners, maybe someone who's looking at starting a new place or, um, you know, maybe somebody that's in the backyard trying to master the art of uh, pork ribs or, or brisket. Uh, any little tidbit that uh, you'd like to share with them out there? Well, I mean, I think Byron would have more of the logistics of the actual product. But my my biggest thing is, you know, if you're trying to start a catering business or you're trying to start a, a barbecue place, um, customer service is the absolute biggest thing for me and that's what I try to tell the our friends that work here with us you know that's the biggest thing for me is is how will these people treat my customers because when they come in off the street I want people to obviously I want them to like the food but I want them to leave here and say there's something different about that place you know and and there's some days I do it really well and there's some days I don't you know I have good and bad days just like everybody else but that's what I try to do I try to make people feel special when they're here and i just think that's huge in any business but especially this business yeah that's great so. advice for sure i i think i agree with that i've yeah. been to a lot of barbecue joints in my day and uh you know customer service is definitely yeah. what and, you know so far um i feel like it's working well and and you know the biggest thing for us is we we 
what keeps us going because I mean it's exhausting Byron's here really early and until really late I mean mm-hmm. you know anybody that does barbecue oh yeah right you know how much work goes into it and and I don't think quite everybody understands that the customers and stuff like that and so um, what keeps us going when we're just dog tired is the kind words like you you know that your support and your kind words and your you know, it really fuels Thanks. people and really keeps people going. And it's a yeah. big deal, you know, and and like Daniel Vaughn, I mean, that, it, him or anybody else. I mean, just any kind of positive reinforcement is so nice. Yeah. You know, it's so refreshing and just really gives you a little bit more energy when you're completely tanked. You know, yeah, absolutely. So. Well, I'm excited for you guys and, and to see what's next for you again. Appreciate your time and I'll definitely be back. I'll see you all tomorrow morning, actually. Sounds great. Thank you so much for for taking the time to visit with us. You bet. Thank you.